This is the Modern Day Tribe podcast, episode number 11. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. Hello everyone, I'm Sarah, your host of the Modern Day Tribe podcast. I'm here today with a guest that I'm so excited to introduce. She is a birth and postpartum doula and a childbirth educator, in addition to being a mom of three kids. Her experiences through the birth of her own babies has given her, in her words, education, victory, and empowerment. These three powerful words created a beautiful business name from her own name, Eve Birth Services. Here is owner of Eve Birth Services, Eve Akins. How are you, Eve? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. I'm so glad we got to finally connect and um, I'm looking forward to our conversation today because both being doulas, we can do this all day long, talk about birth, postpartum, right? <laughs> yes, yes. The minutes turn into hours. That's right. And I'm so excited to be chatting with you today because talking with other doulas is one of my favorite things. And as we said when we first connected, we talked about doula work all day. And I love talking to other doulas because most of the intentions in our work are very similar. These are the same intentions of supporting families through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. We'll find different doulas have different styles and types of services to offer to the community. This is why I always say a good doula has a lot of good resources, including other doulas. Exactly. And you know, it it is sometimes um, in any industry, you know, when there are a lot of people doing the same thing, it's like, well, what makes you pick one over the other? And um, I think for us as as doulas, the the ultimate goal is for our clients to have like the birth that they desire. And if you are connected to a doula that you are not really energetically connected to or personalities don't match, I feel like it makes it harder to get to that birth desire, you know, or that postpartum desire. And and so having some other doulas and saying, you know what, actually you remind me a lot of this girl. (laughs) Right, right. I think you should call her. (laughs) Yes. I've always felt that that is like, extremely important for our clients and for our community. Absolutely. And I get that same thing. And you you kind of get a feeling, especially if you're connected and us as doulas really like to be connected in the community of birth work and postpartum work. And of course, it uh, it goes into pregnancy too. And if we know the resources around us, we can really help our clients even more, just more than what we just ourselves can support them with. And just knowing the other uh, 
community members, I think, is always important. So let's talk about you and your story, Eve. And okay. so you you are a mother yourself, so you have your own birth stories, and then you uh-huh. also work in this field. So tell us about how you got started. Yeah, I honestly didn't really know a whole lot as doulas and midwives as a profession um, until my my second child. Um, but I do believe it has been living inside me my whole life um, and have always had a strange draw to pregnant women and babies. And even as a child and, and as a, a preteen, I was always like with my cousins, if, um, I'm the I'm the surprise baby in the family. My mother had me when she was um, 40. And so everybody is like 12, 13, 14 years older than me. Okay. (laughs) So when they got pregnant, I was always like kind of right by their side. And, you know, I just thought I was weird. I just thought I was, you know, I just liked pregnant bellies. And that was just a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But with my... With my first birth, um, it was a. We were excited to be pregnant. I ate everything in sight. Um, I was probably, if I had a doula, I was the worst client ever. You know, <laughs> like I didn't have one. But if I did have one, I was the worst. Like I ate everything in sight. I didn't drink enough water. I did not exercise. I was like the, you know, fat, happy pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I gained a hundred pounds. Okay. And. Um, my OB told me that I was going to have a big baby and that she would be too big for me to push out uh, mm. vaginally and that she would um, have to break my baby's clavicle um, if I wanted to try and do a vaginal birth. Mm. And, you know, I, I kind of know now that there's some truth and some, you know, opinions that exist in that you know, conversation with my OB, but at the time, I was just afraid, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt my baby, so we scheduled a C-section, and she was like, you know, what day works best for you, and I looked at the calendar, and I was like, oh, this day sounds good, Mm -hmm. (laughs) seems like a good day for a birthday, Yeah, (laughs) and and that's what we did, we scheduled my um, C-section, and it went, I mean, it was hard, Believe it or not, you know, as some mamas may not know, C-sections are hard, too. Okay. And um, it was scary. And then I had a I had a traumatic recovery. I had some um, challenges with the spinal tap epidural. And then I, I kind of ended up on bed rest and had some challenges with breastfeeding and postpartum depression and anxiety. And it was just, it was a really, really rough time um, for me and for my husband and for my mother, who was, my mother was my postpartum doula, and mm-hmm. it was just hard. It was hard for us all, and so I, I didn't get pregnant again uh, for eight years. We did get pregnant again, but we lost a child, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't get pregnant and keep the baby mm-hmm. until um, eight years later, and it was like I was instantly stimulated because it was like, yay, we're pregnant. And then, oh, I got to deliver. And so between having uh, my daughter, that was um, in 2011, 
and getting pregnant with my son in 2018, I did learn a lot. I did um, start to, uh, I went to the WIC office with my daughter. And in the WIC office, they aligned me with a WIC counselor, an breastfeeding counselor. And um, she taught me so, so much about breastfeeding and helped identify the postpartum depression and really kind of made me want to learn more about how to have a healthy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I didn't do that to certify or have a business. I just wanted to help my friends and mm-hmm. my family and not have the recovery and the issues that I did. Um, and so then, you know, when I got pregnant with my son, eight years later, I'm like, okay, I've learned a lot. I do know that people have vaginal births after having cesareans. I know that I need to eat, you know, better, and I know I need to drink my water. Um, but I was still kind of in a state of mind that said, you know, whatever the doctor tells you to, that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. So can we back and, up? Um, can we back up just yeah. a tiny bit for those of them that don't know what WIC is? Because oh, I'm all yeah. about giving resources, and that's actually one that I really keep handy um, because they offer yeah. such great support. So can you tell us a little bit about, uh, or at least you know what you've experienced or what it is and um, what they do? Yes. So, and I know Texas, I don't know if this is everywhere, mm-hmm. but I do know that um, Texas WIC is, um, is women, infant, and children, and it is, as, it's, as a client, you get um, one-on-one counseling, like they have nutritionists, um, they'll help you with finances for healthy food. Um, breastfeeding support, uh, recipes, they teach you how to cook, um, like you can teach you how to cook for yourself, and they can teach you how to cook for your children too, like if you want to make natural foods for your baby, mm-hmm. they have nutrition classes, um, and for, and, and there's like a, there's a household income amount, and how much, how many people are in your household, but the, but the guidelines are not as strict as some would get when they're getting like a SNAP or food stamp benefits mm-hmm. um, or Medicaid. They're a bit larger. Mm-hmm. So sometimes even those families that are not all the way low income qualify. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the services are free. Mm-hmm. And so um, they aligned me with um, help for fathers. Like the fathers can go in and Perfect. help. They aligned yeah. me with breastfeeding support. Um, you know, I would go in, and you could go in any time, and they give you a counselor that would, you know, was a lactation consultant, and she would talk to me about what it meant to breastfeed and how I could best breastfeed. Because at the time, finances were hard for me and my husband, mm-hmm. and so we weren't breastfeeding because we were super holistic. You know, we were breastfeeding because we couldn't afford to buy formula. Yeah, you know what? I, and I actually, you know, you see these numbers and what is it like $1,500 a year if, you know, if you're exclusively breastfeeding, just the calculations yeah. on uh, formula itself. But, you know, there's right. benefits exactly. all around. <laughs> it's so expensive. I mean, yeah. there are benefits all around. It was like, oh my gosh. And then just just the help alone, and it, it's 
it's a resource that I think a lot of women don't take advantage of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's that's a whole conversation. But because I was going and I was consistent and I was seeing my counselor, she was just so happy. She was so happy for me to be there. She was so supportive. Oh, and, okay. I mean, that was, I really give them a lot of credit for the success in my breastfeeding journey with my daughter, even through postpartum depression mm-hmm. and and having my spinal tap um, and spinal headache issues. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, please. And it's, and it's a free service. Go, yeah, go, so go, that's go. WIC is what you're talking about, and it's Women, Infant, Children. And mm-hmm. that that is actually, like I said, one of the resources I really keep handy for uh, clients oh, yeah. and just even if they're not a client of mine, that's one of my things. Even if I don't, if somebody doesn't use my services, I try to provide as many resources as I can. And that's actually one of them that I really. So thank you. Thank you so much for oh, going yeah, over what that is because you had mentioned it. I was like, oh, that'd be so good to oh, talk wait. about exactly what it is. Yeah. So, so um, you were talking about your yeah you were talking <laughs> about your son, um, or I'm sorry your second oh, yeah. pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you know I just when I got pregnant with my son I knew things had to be different. Mm-hmm. And so you know I was doing my usual appointments with my OB and going through the motions and we took the test and um, I was. I considered high risk because I am in my mid thirties, mm-hmm. and um, I don't remember the what OB's cutoff number is off the top of my head. Um, and so they were, you know, doing lots of different testing. and And when I talked to my OB about having a vaginal birth, um, it was it felt as though she didn't believe I could do it. Mm. You know, she was like, "Oh, well, you could try," um, but. I have to talk to you about the risks. <laughs> like, okay. And I know now that that's the medical model of care uh, mm-hmm. for OBs, that they are going to talk to you about risks. And that, that is important because they see a lot of those high risks and things in their practice. But the way it was shared with me um, just kind of made me feel defeated before I even tried. Mm-hmm. And so... I spoke to a a dear friend of mine and I was like, you know, I really want to do this vaginal birth and I don't know what to do, you know. And she said, you should hire a doula. I have a doula. And I was like, what? (laughs) To me, that sounded like the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yeah, like what? (laughs) Because even with breastfeeding and childbirth education and going to the WIC office, I had not heard a lot about doulas. And she was like, oh, I have a midwife. And, a doula. and I just ordered my birth tub and I am having a home birth and I was like oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no way Jose and so but I I did hire a doula you know at her recommendation she was like you don't have to have a home birth she can help you find an OB and I was like okay and so I, I talked with her and um, I hired her, and she was like, she was just a, a huge resource, like we've just said. She knew, you know, call this person, go talk to this doctor. This doctor, you know, is supportive of VBACs, and, um, you know, this 
hospital has a great VBAC rating. And, you know, and so I just started doing research for myself mm-hmm. and finding out things for myself. And I, I enrolled in a childbirth education class that covered all different kinds of births and where you can birth. And we kind of slowly went from, my husband and I slowly went from, okay, yeah, we'll move over to this hospital. And then I was like, oh, no, I think I think I want to go to the birth center. And so then we moved to a birth center. And then I was like, you know what? I think I want to have a baby at home. Yeah. And my my husband was not completely on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was very supportive that it was it was my birth. He was like, you know, it's your it's our baby, you know, and we could even say we are pregnant. He said, but when it comes down to it, and you are the one um, that has to birth a baby, and so I want you to be as comfortable as you can. So, oh, so good. Huge, yeah. huge thanks to a supportive husband. And so we did. We 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 birthed at home, and and the whole time, I think honestly, my doula believed in me more than I did. Yeah, and I was. Like, I, she's like, you got this, and you're so strong, and you're going to be amazing. And and in my head, there was a voice saying, mm, I don't know. No, I don't know but about this. the yeah. decision was because so I had to eliminate the option. Mm-hmm. It was a, a faith walk for me, and I was like, mm, if I'm believing that I can do this, and I'm, you know, having faith that God created my body, birth and designed it just the way it's supposed to be designed and I can do this I was like I just don't want the option to say I give up and give me medicine and that's that's kind of where the home birth came from honestly it wasn't I'm not so holistic I'm not so any of those things but um you know it was a long labor we labored for a long time and I know now was all the things in my head and um but we did it i did it and mm-hmm. after that baby came out i was like oh my god good I job did. mama <laughs> <laughs> like i did it yes <laughs> <laughs> and i couldn't believe it and the feeling in my head was like oh, i didn't think i can do it i did it yeah like, holy crap that baby came out of my vagina <laughs> like <laughs> It was like the bravest thing, the most courageous thing, the most empowering thing I had ever done in my life. I just could not believe it. And I kept looking at that baby and like looking at my husband. And I mean, for, I think for weeks, I was like, oh my God. And um, I could not keep that to me. Like I could not hold on to that empowerment was just me. I felt like that empowerment was so big that it had to be shared with somebody else. Needed to be shared, yes. There's so much like healing and light that was inside and I was like I just, I really feel like God is saying please teach somebody else and and have her teach somebody else. And you know, it just kind of goes back to how you say, you know, we want to share resources and we want to be empowering and we, we, we want to create community. And if we all stand next to each other and we all stand together and we're all loud, right, then more people will hear us. That's and right. That's just kind of how I felt. And so, 
you know, one thing went to the other. In my head, I kept thinking, as I was pregnant and watching my doula, I kept thinking, holy moly, I'm her. She's she's me, Mm -hmm. you know, like I do that stuff. And then, you know, and then the second hand was like, I I messed up and said it out loud. (laughs) And my husband was like, my husband's been an entrepreneur for like 25 years. So he was like, oh, yeah, this is a business, babe, you know. And so together, he's like, just sit down, make a business plan. Think about what you want to offer your families and and your mamas. And and then I'll get over here and I'll, I'll push I'll put all of the behind the scenes stuff together and he helped me you know just really kind of focus in and and that's where you know Eve came from it's, it was like well I'll just name my business after me because that's where it came I from I felt like <laughs> that it was right I was like it's me right and um and then and like I told you it's kind of like things. Um, kind of fell into place when he said, what do you want to offer your clients or what is it that you want to give or, or what makes, you know, this business special? And so um, education for me was the first thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like once I started getting educated, um, no matter where it was coming from, classes and the WIC office and asking other women, um, I that's how I was able to have a victorious birth. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it doesn't have to look like my birth to be victorious. It was just that it was what I wanted and that I was praying for and what, you know, I used my voice and saying, no, I want, don't want this or yes, I do want that. Mm-hmm. And that was victory for me, my own personal victory. And after that, um, I felt empowered. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, Eve um, kind of comes from it's, it's my name and nickname um, and it's an acronym and you know I, I told you you know in the 80s and the 90s everybody wrote their name down and they had to put an adjective to describe your name each letter yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> each letter needs an adjective and what does it stand for and so you know and usually it's like Eve would be like enthusiastic, vibrant, and energetic. Yes, yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but in my business, Eve is what I want to give, and that's um, education and victory, personal victories, and empowerment, so that we can go out and, you know, I'm a, yeah. I'm like a hippie. I want to change the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> And and one one, one at a time. That's right. And each of those leads to the next, really. Also, if you kind of think about it yeah. fluidly, because that education leads to victories, and mm-hmm. those victories lead to empowerment. And and then, of mm-hmm. course, just separately, uh, the each of those words individually, education, victory, and empowerment, are such strong. Um, powerful words that I just I just yeah. think that is the coolest thing how you incorporated yeah. that in oh and I'm, I'm honored and then it was like I knew it was I knew it was me walking in my purpose because mm-hmm. as soon as I let go of fear and push the button you know I always say the hardest thing was when I made a Facebook page it lived unpublished for a very long time yeah yep <laughs> Um, Facebook gives you the opportunity to un- to keep your page unpublished, and you can like post 
things to it and add pictures. And my page did that for a few months because mm-hmm. I was afraid to, to publish it. Um, but once I published it um, with the encouragement of my husband and my therapist um, and invited all, you can click a button that says invite all. And I was like, why would I invite everybody? I should only invite women or I should only invite pregnant people. I don't know what I'm doing. I was so scared. Um, and now it seems silly, <laughs> but yeah. then it was very valid. Yeah. Uh, but once, once I pushed the button, it was like God opened a floodgate and I had old classmates and friends and even strangers that were supporting my page and hiring me as their doula. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, why are you trusting me? Yeah. And, and a lot of them were like, uh, because you've always been like this. You, this has always been your thing, and now it all makes sense. Yeah, they've like, seen wow. it in you the whole time, yeah. Yeah, and you look back and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, maybe it you're was there the whole time, like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, don't you know? You yeah. Know? And so, um, I just, I've, you know, had such tremendous experiences with my clients, and it's like, it never stops being an honor that birth space and postpartum space, you, you, no matter how much different it is, it's always the same, right? Mm-hmm. And you never just get stop getting those warm and fuzzies. You never really stop wanting to just help or like you know, you and I get together. You never stop wanting to talk forever. <laughs> talk about it forever. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I could talk about it forever and learn new things and, you know, meet new people. And, and there's so much. Like, there's so much, you know, and to yeah. share. A lot of people, if they ask me about how my business is going or even somebody that doesn't know me as well, that ask about, you know, what do you do? And I a lot of times I feel like I have to warn them. I'm like, okay, I, I can talk about this all day. So <laughs> be careful. Yeah. <laughs> But a lot of times it ends up being, whether it's a educational conversation with that person where they're learning about what a doula is and what do they do. And, and then sometimes, uh, you know, a couple months later, I hear that they sent me a, a friend of theirs to look into services or resources or whatever they need. But I just think you were talking about your birth and I was imagining these rays of light just coming from you and those light beams hitting other people in different ways. And I just feel like that that's how many things, uh, and, and, you know, not all doulas even have children, but, but there's something that happens in doulas that that ray of sunshine starts just bursting out of us and we just want to shine it on everybody yes Sarah and you know when you think about like um, yoga or you think about people that talk a lot about energy I openly um, accept and acknowledge all religions you know because my personal beliefs I never think that anybody else's beliefs have to be different or the mm-hmm. same to know that there is is a creator that made the whole earth, right? Mm-hmm. And so then when you think about like just positive energy and positive light and the sun and how 
how much it blesses and heals, you know, and, and, and grows. So when you think about that light, that can live in everybody, no matter no matter what your religious belief is or what you, you know, practice. Um, everybody believes in doing good to others and sharing it with others. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Absolutely. That, and when there's something negative going on, it's because somehow that light has been, you know, squelched or somehow mm-hmm. diluted or poured out, you know, and so if we can like just take the light and shine it on somebody else's light and then like recharge them, right? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's magical, it's spiritual, it's healing, and uh, it's like, it's like my life's purpose. Like, I just want to I just want to go be a ray of sunshine on you. Uh-huh, that's right. <laughs> it's so funny, Eve. The more that you and I talk, the more I just, it sounds so funny. I'm just like, she is my doula twin. I swear. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I think of this, this work. I do. I think of it as just like spreading it everywhere mm-hmm. to uh, not allow anybody to fall through the cracks and uh, to miss opportunities of choices and empowerment, like you were saying, and mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know one person can't do it all, but one person can make a big difference. And yeah. another reason to connect with a lot of people is because I know I can't help everyone. And right. if I and know... lights shine together, that's, it's so much brighter, Oh, right? so much brighter. And just lifting each oh, other up. Oh, I got up. all the goosebumps. I did too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. This is so fun. And I, uh, when, when you and I are talking, I just think about all the services we do offer. And so let's talk a little bit about that because you offer services in a different way than I do and, and, you know, than the next duel and that sort of thing. So what sort of specific services do you offer? So, you know, I guess the the blanket answer is uh, childbirth education, mm-hmm. um, birth doula support, and postpartum doula support. Um, but I think, I guess what makes me a, a little different um, is that I'm, I'm like... I'm like all things birthy, but I'm I'm very relationship driven, and that's not to say one doula isn't or the next isn't. But for me, um, my request and and prayer has always been that my clients come to me early, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we have time to spend that journey together, even if it's uh, prior to their pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I've always thought. You know, we always have that feeling like, dog, if I would have known that sooner. Oh, if I would have known that, you know. So that's always kind of been my mm-hmm. my push, you know. It's like if, I, if we can get together early stages of, of this journey, um, then, you know, you can really kind of look through and learn more about your options. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, education for me um, comes with all stages of the journey. And then um, as a birth doula, I believe that um, the resources, one, that we're able to provide for our clients are so important um, to them being successful 
and um, and really like having that person beside you. It's weird. It's you know people are like you know a support person, but I think it's more than like saying support person. I'm like I always think of it as a, a support person. I always share the analogy that I have a friend that only likes plastic um, silverware, plastic wear when we go to restaurants and her husband thinks that is the strangest thing ever mm-hmm. but when we get to the restaurant and they give her the silverware she's like oh can I have a plastic fork and knife please and her husband's like oh my god and so <laughs> I'm the friend that's like um friend don't you want plastic wear you didn't ask for your plastic yeah. and they're 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 coming with your food you didn't get plastic it's okay ask for plastic you know what give me some too yeah <laughs> yeah because when she's sitting there and her husband is like holding his head in her hand then she's like never mind I'll just use whatever they give me but sometimes you need that friend beside you that's like no you want plastic we want plastic we want plastic (laughs) over here yeah (laughs) we need some plastic as a birth doula I'm the we want plastic girl yes yeah and and I'm also like, you know, I'm going to tell them that you want plastic. I'm going to remind you that you want plastic. And I'm going to say, like, it's okay. It's okay to want what you want. And, you know, and these are the reasons why. And, and that's because you know, like, these are the benefits. These are the risks. And there is an alternative. And so, right. you know, that's my birth doula stance. And then as a postpartum doula, um, you know, it's just that I know it's so hard. It's so hard when the baby comes. And sometimes the postpartum part is harder than the birth because Mm -hmm. everybody's like, oh, let me see the baby. Mm -hmm. How much did the baby weigh? How much, how long was the baby? Oh, who does the baby look like? Whose nose is that? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how much is the baby eating? And the only question they really ever ask is, do you wish you could get some more sleep? You know, but nobody sacrifices and comes in at at midnight or one o'clock in the morning to sit with you and bring you all the things you need and help you feed that baby or looks at you and says, "Mm, something's off, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe we need to reach out to somebody else else for more help or, you know, talk to you about the things that you can do for your body because it took you almost a year to grow this human and now your body is in a state of shock mm-hmm. like fix me somehow yeah. well and a lot of people sometimes don't even realize postpartum is actually considered the first full year after you have the baby exactly and you know I try to say it to moms like okay 40 weeks right but some mamas deliver some do deliver 37 38 mm-hmm. But a lot of mothers deliver, especially now that women are choosing their voice and Mm -hmm. and speaking their voice, 41 or 42 weeks. Mm -hmm. There's only 52 weeks in a year. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So if you're pregnant for 42 weeks, then don't you think maybe, because your body is working so hard to grow an organ and a human, Mm -hmm. that maybe you would need an additional 52 weeks to at least get to a point where you're like, okay, I feel normal. Or close to it, at least. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm back to where I was before I got pregnant, and now I can 
go back to the goals that I had before the baby came. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sarah, you and I know in this work, a lot of times our clients are pregnant again before the 52-week mark even comes. Yeah. And there's a whole nother set of questions that come with that with, you know, do I breastfeed both of them at the same time? And again, it goes back to postpartum right. too, but yeah. It, oh, yes. It does. And so that's, you know, I, I think I am passionate about all the things, but I think I am most passionate about education and what is going on with that mama, whether it is during pregnancy or birth or postpartum, but I am like, I'm a, I'm a mama lover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it, and uh, me and my clients end up being sisters, you know, like yes. after this is done, it's like, you can't just say goodbye to somebody. <laughs> like, no. you know, we check in, you, you shoot a quick email. We may not talk every day, but it's still like somebody that, matters to me Mm -hmm. um and then you know I also have a a host of things that I do and and I I really model my business after things that mattered to me and so um I will attend prenatal appointments with my clients um and you know and you know this all comes in different packages and different support looks Mm -hmm. but to me my husband my husband would come to prenatal appointments if I begged him, but I knew he had work to do, and I knew he was just kind of going to be sitting there, Uh, but having my doula with me would mean, one, she could keep up with some of the stuff my provider was telling me, that when I get home, I'm like, wait, what did they say I was supposed to do again? Yeah, and And have to repeat it all, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, I can't remember. Where am I putting those pills? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and, and, and two was, like, somebody that gets it. And, and, and it wasn't like I was dragging her there. And so it, it mattered, you know. And then um, I had um, a mother's blessing or a blessing way uh, when I was expecting. And it's, it's not a religious ceremony, but it was, in essence, um, my circle of, of women and we shared positive birth stories um, they shared positive birth stories mm-hmm. because I feel like every pregnant woman is always like what's it gonna be like mm-hmm. that's what you that's the thing that keeps coming into their head right and so they were able to share positive birth stories they reminded me of how strong I was and you know, we talked about stories of when I was strong and my courage, and they made oh, me a bracelet to wear that. during my birth. Yes. And we lit candles, and they rubbed my feet, and we ate good, and we cried, and we laughed. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was phenomenal. And so um, I do also offer that for my clients. Um, and then postpartum, 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 you know. Extended postpartum services. My birth doula packages come with postpartum mm-hmm. because I feel like we plan so much for birth and we don't think about postpartum. Yeah, and you know um, the importance also, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't. They don't plan for it. They they do baby showers and gender reveals and and oh gosh, just all kinds of things. But then when it's when it hits the fan and the baby's here, it's like oh man. <laughs> I need help with this breastfeeding thing and mm. you know 
Or I need help with this bottle feeding thing. Which mm-hmm. bottle do I get? Or how do I make the formula? How do I heat the formula up? Mm-hmm. How long does the formula last? Is poop supposed to look like this? That's right. You know. <laughs> Just all the questions. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to do laundry? How am I supposed to eat? You know, can somebody come over here tonight and just let me sleep for a few minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can, can me and my partner go to Target? Yeah. <laughs> and now with this, you know, world that we're living in, I don't know if people are going to Target anymore as much as we used to. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, those things. And then childbirth education. You know, for me, is when we can do that as a group. I do offer group childbirth classes, um, or we can do that individually um, in 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 home. Um, and and in, really, if you get around me or you get around Sarah, you're going to learn something. Like you don't you don't meet us without us talking to you. And it's funny when you say, "Do you have some time?" Because I'm going to talk to you about something. I'm going to try to educate you on something. Yes. Yeah. because you know and I just think unbiased education is rare Mm -hmm. there's always a a hidden motive Mm -hmm. you know and being able to say like you know here here are the benefits here are the risks you know these are the alternatives these are interventions that may come up or that you may encounter and knowing like you know you have a choice it's not all cut dry it's not you know one cookie cutter thing Mm -hmm. and getting to the root of their goals as families and clients and mamas like what are your goals and I just love the idea of for example like the when I'm going to work with a mom I'm like what are your goals let's focus on that it's like the plastic fork it's like that's the goal we're gonna yeah. move towards those plastic forks we're gonna move to the, towards it. that goal and I just love oh, that so and that's one of the first questions I even ask is like you know how do you see me as a support person to you you know what 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 in your mind you know what do you imagine I had a client that said so and it was funny and like I want to use it on a t-shirt, you know, it's like, what was, what what do you want? You know, how do you see my role as your doula? And she was like, I just want you to be my best friend, but like the friend that totally nerded out on everything pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) That does need to be a (laughs) t-shirt. But, but knowing the goals, because Honestly, when we have the conversation and there's a mom that's like, oh, well, you know, I just want somebody to be there with me when I go into labor, you know, and kind of help my husband and just be there. And then I'm like, okay, you know, let's dive into that a little more. When you say be there, do you mean you just want someone to hold space? Um, Or, you know, do you want that to be someone that has built relationship with you to encourage you? Like, let's, you know say more about be there and and that helps me then know am I the doula because I've had some clients where I I didn't go in in that section and I'm like hey girl how you doing happy Tuesday hey call me let's see time what you doing and they're like yeah girl I'm fine (laughs) yeah I'm fine no worries so and that's great and and there's 
there is a different personality for everybody. There's a different doula for everybody. I know the doula that you would probably prefer because I am probably driving you nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but some people okay. want that. Some people want it, need it. Some people don't want it at all. They just, you know, it's... It's different for everybody. And I think you're right. It's just like you really work to make sure that it's a good fit, too. Yes. 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 And that we're always evolving. We're always growing. You know, I I always ask my clients, like, please tell me, what can I do differently? You know, what could I do better? What did you enjoy? What did you not enjoy? Um, Because I I just, you know, I'm not doing this work we don't do this work because we want to be millionaires it's not a millionaire business unless we start unless we start becoming cookie cutters you know and and doing things i don't know differently but i I don't see i never heard of a millionaire doula Mm. maybe i'm i could be missing it yeah (laughs) i haven't either (laughs) as far as i know we'll make sure our investments are good right 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 we do this work you know, with our clients because we were, we were created to serve and, you know, and and a person that has a heart of of service and a heart of servitude doesn't, doesn't want to be serving somebody and it's not a benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, the joy is in being able to serve someone and then they say, yeah, that actually helped me so much. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, that's my pleasure. That's my honor. Um, and I, I really do think that's, that's, you know, what I was created to do. It never feels like work. Even when I'm at like a, I've been at some 24-hour and 36-hour births, and my husband is like, girl, you must need three days of sleep. And usually the first three or four or five hours afterwards, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, Yeah, it's like. I want to talk to somebody about how amazing (laughs) Yeah, like to process it, just as the moms do, you know, but, you know. We oh, we yeah. really oh, are respectful yeah. of the um, client and doula relationship. Living the dream. I feel like I'm living the dream. It's still very surreal. Um, it's always an honor. And um, I can't get enough. Yeah, I was talking to a friend about... Uh, we were actually talking about numbers, you know, pay and that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, I, <laughs> I was just really honest, you know, I... I was a teacher, I was a classroom teacher, and I just was like, I've never even seen that amount, you know, and she's in HR and, you know, not into go going into great detail, but it's just like, I think about how I was talking about, I love what I do, so it's hard to figure out what I can do that I love, love that I'm, what I'm doing, but at the same time, how can I add to well, it monetarily? It yeah. 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 Monetarily. I, but I totally agree. It, it's totally just agree. what it comes down to. It's a passion of ours. And, I, and I'm mm-hmm. with you. I believe that's the way God made us. And so mm-hmm. I don't see it really changing. I think God mm-hmm. will take care of us just yep. as we and, take and care of others. It's mm-hmm. not always monetary. That's right. Know? But I think, you know, me and my family, even in the um, economic pandemic and and craziness that we've had going on, you Mm -hmm. know, God has just made a way. Even in in gardening, 
you know, we, I'm able to feed my family and save money by spending more time outside in my garden. That's and, right. You know, it's just there's just different ways that things come back to us. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that everything is going to come together if we're, you know, aligned and connected and, and doing well to others. Me you know, too. And just really evaluating ourselves because... I don't know. I don't know where, I don't, like I said, I don't know the millionaire duelist, but mm-hmm. I do. I, for me, you know, I, I, I did learn, like, I only take two clients, um, sometimes three, in a, a month for birth doula support. Mm-hmm. Um, and that allows me to kind of set my price a little bit differently than maybe some of the other doulas in mm-hmm. our Metroplex. Mm-hmm. But then it also allows me to spend that one-on-one time with my clients and building relationship. And um, I, I rarely, I have not yet, had to use a backup doula for any of my births. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know one day it could happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. my, de- my desire is that I'm able to attend um, intend my clients' births and, and be there with my clients and go to their prenatal appointments and there's I'm only one human. I couldn't do that if I had, you know, four or five births in a month. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, just, just really giving that personal attention. That's right. And, and it leads to a more holistic approach, too. Mm-hmm, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, is so important and you we've mentioned that we're in this like crazy time and if people listen to this way <laughs> into the future that'd be so cool if this was still around but um oh, and wow. the crazy time is actually a global pandemic of a virus going around and so what is happening is a lot of businesses were closed at first and now we're seeing there's virtual schooling and not to get into it too much but a lot of the service work has turned virtual and yeah and so um what i was going to mention is that you do actually offer some of your classes in a virtual setting in addition to that in-person work too um and the ability to do things online you know we can do classes online and um i've even been doing like consultations with my clients online i've i've been i attended a birth on facetime Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i supported a client through facetime um And then, you know, we can do, and what I've kind of done now is as we get to, because, you know, with this global pandemic, we've needed to kind of separate ourselves and everybody kind of stay um, in their homes and not going out as much. So once my clients are 37 or 38 weeks, we then start seeing each other in person. Um, But that's only if we've had a conversation about, um, you know, their family life and what's going on with them and their clients, which is, I mean, with them and their uh, partner or their children, mm-hmm. what they, where they work, so on and so forth. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've really gotten very creative with being able to do Zoom um, or FaceTime or Skype or I know, there's so many different platforms mm-hmm. and, um, and, and still being able to support my clients successfully it, it was really amazing to me because I was like well how is this gonna work yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a 
afraid of technology, but it's not my favorite. I'm definitely yeah. a hands-on person. Yeah, and I, me too. You know, love to go have a coffee and go meet for tacos or That's right. do something in person. Oh, know? yes. But we have to get creative. That's um, right. The way that we're able to support our clients and... Um, so far, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's a, it is, like I said, we both said crazy time, but we okay. are adapting well, I think, and uh, okay. some aspects of birth and postpartum. And uh, I think that drive to figure it out is, comes from our passion to serve. And so I, oh, yeah. I definitely see that. So with your classes, you had actually mentioned your not, next class is full. So look at that. Good job. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you do, you do, you mentioned that you have some other classes coming up, maybe some uh, birth class in August and, but in November, yeah. you're kind of shooting for maybe an in-person classes. I'm going to try to do an in-person class okay. in November. Um, that would be on um, Tuesday night, and um, if all goes well, it would be all each Tuesday in November. Okay. And if all goes well, it will be um, you know I'll, I'll I can share more on my social media on my website. Okay. Um, but that would be here in in Dallas, well in Duncanville, which is kind of like I guess south of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll probably do it in the evenings. I, I try to take in consideration that most of my clients are working, um, you know, working people. And okay. so I try to do evening classes. And um, we just really cover, it, it's just unbiased. We'll talk about medical model of care, the midwifery model of care. We talk about all the different interventions that can come up um, or um um, conditions that can, you know, moms can be diagnosed with and what they mean and, you know, ways that they may birth because of those conditions and what the benefits are, what the risks are, mm-hmm. what the alternatives are, um, you know, what's happening to your body. It's, it's really just about finding your voice based on it's, it's like a dark time when you're in pregnancy, right? Like, as far as knowledge. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, it's just like a, a dark room. Like, I don't know what's yeah. in here. I don't know what's happening. The fear of the unknown. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's really like just trying to cover all the things that may be in that fear of the unknown and, like, talk about, you know, what's happening to your baby. And, and partners love the course because I, I include tips for the partner and hands-on practice and you know the goal is just for everybody to leave feeling feeling confident educated feeling calm you know like okay and 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 having like you know we go through tips and code words and you know make it real yeah (laughs) (laughs) And, and and that way when they're in labor you know or in the birth space and it's happening and and maybe the provider says something that they're not familiar with and in their head they can go, oh, wait, that was the, that's the this. I remember, no, no, we don't want that. Or maybe we need a few minutes, you know, or if a provider starts to talk about something then they can kind of talk through it and say, oh, yeah, we remember talking about this. Um, you know, and just comfort measures and um, that goes for, medicated birth or unmedicated birth mm-hmm. and um, you know 
positions for your labor and that you don't have to be in one position. Even if you have an epidural, there are different positions you can be in um, and, and relaxation exercises and oh. affirmations. Oh, affirmations. <laughs> those are those are magical. I'm serious. Those <laughs> affirmations are powerful. Static. That's right. <laughs> this is such great information. And yeah. um, Eve, how can someone contact you? Just shoot me a text. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How can they get connected and you know find out more yeah. about you and your classes and your work? Yes. Yeah, so, um, Eve. EVE uh, Birth Services is my handle for Facebook and for Instagram. Um, and then that's also my email address, um, Eve Birth Services at gmail.com. And um, any, any of those platforms are going to be good for me. Okay. I'm not, um, like I said, I'm not a huge technology guru, mm-hmm. um, but I have been set up for success by my amazing husband and so (laughs) if you reach out to me on any of those things it alerts me on my phone um and I you know really do make it a habit to respond uh within a reasonable time frame as a mother and a birth worker for some reason we are like night owls right yes even (laughs) even when I get inquiries and messages at night I respond because I'm up. I don't yeah. know why I'm up, but I'm up. Yep, yep. <laughs> I hear you on that one. <laughs> so those are those platforms are all um, going to be, you know, a great way to get to know me and learn a little bit about me. And um, I try to share from all all ends, you know, birth, pregnancy, labor, delivery, postpartum. I'm passionate about all of those things and, and, and really trying to just just help mamas, help mamas learn and, and change the narrative of birth. You know, as, as, a, as a black woman, our birth narrative right now is like the most negative narrative in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only way I think we can change that narrative is to share, like I said, share that education, share stories of other women's victory and how beautiful their births were. Um, share some of the traumatic stories That's and right. how things can turn and go wrong. And, you know, and talk about why it's important to to make changes, why it's important to be educated, why it's important for all of us to start learning um, so, that, so that we're not hearing all of these sad, sad stories of mamas dying in their pregnancy and dying in their childbirth and their babies dying like it doesn't it doesn't have to happen but we've mm-hmm. got to put all our lights together mm-hmm. and shine super super bright so that all of those areas that are dark are are, are exposed and yeah. we can you know we can heal so that's right I um I try to share that I try to share all the things <laughs> yeah and why it's a benefit and you know why we need to just support each other and just love on each other love on each other lift each other up that's right yeah absolutely and you had mentioned those different ways to connect with you i am going to also include those in the show notes 
to make sure that if someone doesn't have a pen and paper when they were listening to this, they couldn't write it down. I have it in the show notes too. If uh, someone wants to connect with Eve, you can look in the show notes to get connected with her. And I just want to tell you, thank you. And I almost feel like Eve, I don't really feel like I want to end the conversation, but I know where you're going. I know at some point, you know, either the listeners or, you know, our kids are going to bust in. I hear doors, you know, say in the background, I don't know if people can hear that, but I say the horses because the horses will start galloping, um, on the floors above my head yes. or somebody's going to come and crying. <laughs> it's, it's bound to happen. That's right. That's right. So we, we will continue this for sure. And I just, Absolutely. I appreciate you and sharing your stories and your beautiful work that you do for all those mamas out there. And I'm honored to have you in my circle of uh, doula work. And uh, I look forward to sending people your way and just sharing your light with everybody. So thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so honored to be a part of this Modern Day Tribe podcast (laughs) and um, have a new doula twin. And if anybody sees what we look like we don't look alike at all no black woman and she is a white woman but we are still twins yes (laughs) to my doula twin for sure i am just i'm excited i'm so glad we are connected and you know i look forward to shining together and um and sharing all the things with our mamas and with the world we'll we'll change the world they'll know our voice one day that's right (laughs) we're gonna end with that because that was beautiful i love that thank you eve (laughs) thank you if you want to hang out with me on other social platforms you can find me on instagram at dallas doula sarah on facebook the modern day tribe and on my website themoderndaytribe.com and If you loved what you're hearing, please leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts and share it with your friends and family. These reviews and five-star ratings help this podcast get found by more listeners and parents that are also looking for support and guidance.